Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right, thank you. Thank you to all our diehard fans and new listeners that are stopping in and wondering what this thing is all about. Wrong and wronger with Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, and the exploding unicorn himself. In the flesh, James Breakwell. How you doing today, James? I am I am here. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> wow, that's a ringing endorsement to the energy and enthusiasm that this show is going to bring you every week. Every exactly. week. Exactly. James and that's I, the, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to talk over you because that's what I do. Please finish your spiel. <laughs> James and I, the unicorn and I, we argue about topics that really mean nothing to anyone in life, but sneakily, everybody does have an opinion about. And this week is no different. But before we get into it, let me say that James Breakwell, he is a guy who is committed to the cause. When he was eight years old, he sued the neighbor kid on principle because he felt that there was copyright infringement. This kind of portended James's long and illustrious career as a creative writer. But he sued the next-door neighbor for copyright infringement when the next-door neighbor kid also said lemonade 50 cents on his stand. James felt that he had the market cornered on that phrasing. And I don't want to tell you how it ended, but I do just want to set that tone to let you know what kind of man we're dealing with. Well, the, the good part about that story is uh, the lawyer did not take my case, so I, I settled it by, <laughs> well, we're not going to say how I settled it, but let's just say when it was all over, there was only one lemonade stand that was not on fire. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, I have something nice to say about you as well. Now, I've been getting some flack for the past few episodes because apparently oh. my compliments were not specific enough. <laughs> Your compliments. So let me just say, I'm using air quotes when I say compliments, but keep going. Keep going. I don't, I, okay, far be it from this, me. This is going to be very, very specific. So <laughs> I, I know for a fact that last Tuesday at 4.25 p.m., Steve Olivas had a crew from, from Ramps R Us come out and install Ramps a ramp us, to yeah. his front door. A big guy named Mike did it. And he installed this ramp. He's he doesn't a Croatian need it. Kind of, guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know him, yeah, because yeah. you were there. Obviously, it's your house. Sure. But he installed it not because he's in a wheelchair or because he wants his house to be handicap accessible. He did it so he could ride a skateboard out his front door. I don't even wear a crash helmet when I do that because... Oh. I, I, I grew up at a time, James, where we had grit as kids. We didn't have all the helmets and elbow pads and bubble wrap that the parents want to just surround their kids with today. When I come bonsai out that door and I'm hitting that ramp. By the way, the ramp doesn't slope up the front steps. It actually slopes against the front steps. So I, go, <laughs> I, I, I gain air when I go. And uh, if I can land four points in the street, I know I've done well. And if I don't, I end up in the hospital, and I don't remember it anyway. So it all works out. Let me just say I have never been less surprised by anything in my life than the fact that you did not wear a helmet growing up. And it <laughs> explains all of the brain damage you suffered and, and exhibit today. And I'm not wearing pants right now, so it Why? all comes full circle. One full circle. podcast without you saying that you're not wearing pants. One podcast. You can't all dangle that hook and expect that I don't bite on it. No, no dangling either, all right? <laughs> well, James, you are the gatekeeper of the topics, my friend. What are we going to talk about today? 
We are going to do one that is really high stakes here. Um, <laughs> it, it's supposed to, they're all high stakes. Let's admit it. This is all important stuff. This Absolutely. is this is one that's very close to my heart. Uh, peeing in the shower, Ooh. right or wrong? Right or wrong? All right. And wrong the, or wronger, depending. Do, <laughs> that is the title of the show. Do you have all a right. coin? Because my you lucky quarter is still in front of me, but it is your turn, I believe, this week. All right, so um, I guess heads up is pro-peeing in the shower, tails up is anti-peeing in the shower. All right. And this determine my position. Go ahead and flip wait. away. Oh, I'm fl- okay, okay. Uh, all right, so heads is pro. Wait, wait, wait. I was, wait I'm doing the flipping? You I thought you said you had a coin. Here? This is. The oh, pro- okay. I don't listen to all the words that you say, James. Well, I, I listen to like less than half of what you say. It's, it's amazing we get through any complete <laughs> sentence. All right. Heads is pro, tails is con. And I just want to reassure our fan base, both of them, that this is legit. I I like how you assume we have at least two listeners. We're getting a little bit too big for our britches here, aren't we? Did your mom mom have a friend tune in? (laughs) You said your mom listens. I lied. (laughs) All right. I've got a quarter, and it's one of the state quarters, and it has Guam on it, because apparently someone decided Guam is one of our 50 states, but it is tails. You have anti-peeing in the shower. It's wrong. Thank God. I have never been more relieved by anything in my life. (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) Well, what's your problem with peeing in the shower? Well, let me tell you what my problem is. It's disgusting. It's not a (laughs) toilet. It's a... It's a, a place you go to clean the germs off your body, to wash them away. And depending what you have, if you have like a shower that you stand in or if you stand in a tub with a shower attachment, like the tub's got to be the most disgusting one. Because if you pee in that, <laughs> in that tub, like later in the day, if you've got kids, you're going to plug that up and fill it with water and give your kids a bath where you peed. I mean, would you give your kids a bath in the toilet? Well, the toilet doesn't have pee in it right now. Well, it did earlier. <laughs> I mean, this is a very serious issue. Like, what possible justification could you give for peeing in the shower? Well, first of all, I can't believe you're such a germaphobe because your kids are constantly teetering on the brink of scurvy, on the brink of listeria, and everything else you've talked about over the past few weeks. So the fact that you have delicate sensibilities around peeing in the shower, frankly, is shocking to me. But and if you had that much of a problem with germs, don't you use a little comet on the tub before you stick one of your kids in there? Uh, that's the solution to this problem. If you think that the pee leaves... First of all, pee is a relatively sterile thing coming out of your body in the first place. You ask any doctor that, and they will tell you, unless you have some kind of bladder or kidney infection, it's relatively sterile coming out. And plus, if you pee into the shower... As the water is running, the pee doesn't land on the tub and go, like, swishing up the sides on the way around. It doesn't create this vortex of urine going down. It gets carried off on a pillow of water. And then it circles the drain once, maybe twice, and then it is gone, baby, gone. So, no, it's not an unsanitary thing to do. And even if it was, even if I grant you that minuscule point, you still wash the tub. You do a little a little comment, a little arm and hammer on there before you put one of your kids' tushies on that thing. Okay, okay, okay. I've, I've never in my entire life heard a, a series of more wrong things than just what came out of your mouth. I, I was almost stunned to silence. I almost had to just, just stop the podcast and leave the room. I was so, trying to so, drink after my point, and now you disrupted that even. <laughs> I hope you were drinking urine because it's so sanitary and good for you. 
Okay. So so the idea of peeing in the shower, I believe, for the disgusting people who do it, is it's a time saver. You don't have to pee before you get in. You don't have the, the, the 30 seconds it takes to do that. So you're saving time by peeing in the shower or the tub, but then you have to go and scrub it with Comet. Like, is this something people do every day before they, they, they bathe their kids? Yes! Well, I peed in the shower today. Guess I guess I better go scrub the tub clean. That's a time saver. That's, that's the most backwards thing I've ever heard. And then you know, the urine clearly does get on the tub. And, and so what if it's only on part of the tub? It's still touching the tub. If the germs are there, then you fill it with water and it floats up in there. Okay, your bath water is not hot enough to kill germs. It might feel good, but like 90 degree water isn't sanitizing anything. I mean, if you if you raised it hot enough to sanitize stuff, it would boil. You would cook your children, and that's not how it works. <laughs> I so, don't know. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you, I don't you know what kind of germ-filled cesspool you your bladder wrong. is. But what? And a time saver. That's not why people pee in the shower. It's it got nothing to do with time. Do it has what, to why, do. Why would you pee in there if, it's, if it takes you longer? You pee in there anyway, or do you just have such poor bladder control that warm water hits no. you? And you're like, well, I gotta pee. It's just gonna happen. Like, is that what happens when I'm your age? Is this what I have to look forward to? Do you have to eat chocolate? No. Is your life just a little better with chocolate? Yes. Do you have to pee in the shower to save time? Absolutely not. You pee in the shower. It's one of those great pleasures in life. It's like peeing off your back deck in the backyard (laughs) while your dog is looking for the right place to poop. You do it because you can. You are man. Here you roar. For the record, I am no longer going to your backyard barbecues. (laughs) I am out. Holy cow. It just you justify one bad thing with a series of other bad things. Okay. So if you were if you were drunk in the shower or drunk in your back, like I, I guess I could understand it, but I why a sober person with the foresight to go to the bathroom before they get in the shower would then pee in the one place in their house that's supposed to get them clean, I cannot even fathom. And as a guy, you have many peeing options. Oh yeah. You can go in a urinal, in a toilet, on a tree, and yet you yeah, choose baby. The place where not just you, but your entire family bathes. I, Does it? How, how would you feel if everybody else followed the same rules? If everyone else in your family peed in that same bathtub? I can only imagine the answer to that is, well, they do. I, oh. you, I am not convinced, and uh, every girl right now, every woman is turning up her nose at this argument, and they're, they're looking at me like I'm some kind of monster, some kind of serial killer that bludgeons baby harp seals for their fur. But I, I want to know what percentage of women pee in the shower, because I bet it's north of 60 I I have had this argument with my wife passionately, and she <laughs> has said there's nothing wrong with peeing in the shower. Thank which you, I Mrs. Was, Unicorn. I was simply dumbfounded. I mean, I almost had to file for divorce, and then I remembered <laughs> no one else would take me. But I was it was almost a deal breaker. And the worst part was I found this out. Like nine years into our marriage, or however many years, I mean, this was a recent development. I was like, "Wait, wait! The shower I've been using this entire time has been filled with your urine." Uh, did How you, am I alive? Did you think less of her at that moment? Yes, hundred oh. percent. Yes. <laughs> it's a shower peer, Steve. How do I unknow that? I can't believe you don't, don't you? It's the perfect crime, James, because you look around, you look to your left, you look to your right, you got no one but you and the rubber duck that's ever going to know it happened, and you can get away with it. That's another part of the sneaky beauty of this situation. 
maybe if you didn't go on a podcast in front of two people and admit, admit you did it, <laughs> if you could get away with it. Oh, my mother okay. knows. Believe me. Oh, I hope you burn that rubber ducky. Jeez, <laughs> I thought the worst thing to get on those things was mold, but I was wrong. So wrong. James, I pay I off mean, that rubber duck. I, you don't know what he's seen. <laughs> No wonder you can't afford the quarter to flip for the show. <laughs> Guam quarters. What is that? Oh, this is. I'm. I'm gonna have to go take a shower after just talking about this. A pee-free shower. I think you. As, as soon as you exit that shower, go right past the man club counter and turn in your card because you're you're booted, man. You're not a part of the group anymore. I have never heard peeing in the shower to be a prerequisite for manhood. Not, it, not once. No, it's like uh, underarm hair. You just get it. It's not a prerequisite. I I think that that people who do this, I think you're in the minority. I think more people than not agree with me on this. I think people in general don't like to stand in their own urine. I just think that's a pretty <laughs> pretty reasonable thing. I mean, how would you feel like if the dog peed in the shower? Would you just go stand and dog pee and shower off and be like, this is okay, this is normal? It has happened. We bathe the dog. We used to have a big dog. Bathe him in the tug. The dog freaks out. The dog pees. What's a dog supposed to do? I don't know. Maybe don't bathe them in that tub anymore. Jeez, your tub is the worst place we on earth. We clean the tub. That's why God invented Comet. How often do you clean the tub? Like, Before someone takes a bath in it. You, 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 like, it's a vessel for water and soap. It's like a sink. How often do you have to clean <laughs> your sink? Like your dish sink is like, you know, it's got dish soap in there all the time. You shouldn't have to go scrub it down afterwards. Like, I don't you, dangle my naked genitals in the sink. Wait, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're wearing pants, that is the rule for this podcast from now on. Thou shalt wear pants. Oh. oh, your mother right now is holding her forehead in both palms and wondering what she did wrong to raise this somebody is who is that exactly, OCD about peeing in the shower. This is exactly why she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> this is why you lied and we only have one listener. Maybe we get up to two if you put on some pants and stop peeing on things. We're not going to have that, are we? It's it's not a perfect world. Like, How often do you clean the tub? I have to know now. Every Since, if. if if I, my wife, or one of the kids, if there's, if my wife is going to bathe a child, she will clean the tub. If my wife is going to bathe herself, I don't take baths, so that's not really an issue. But she will clean the tub for that I very reason. Either. <laughs> I'm sure the soles of your feet have come into contact worse. You got 27 kids, James. What's going on so, in your house? So every single time she gives somebody a bath, yes, she she cleans the tub. That's 100%, insane. One hundred percent. Is she? Did you marry Martha Stewart? Like this, this tub <laughs> cleaning regimen makes me uncomfortable. Like, is your tub still attacked? Has she rubbed through the bottom yet? <laughs> Wait, I'm not sure what those words mean out of context. But what? And some, and somebody, <laughs> and somebody who hates germs that much lives with you. Like none of this is adding up. <laughs> this story makes no sense whatsoever. So here's here's my proposition: clean the tub less, pee in the tub not at all. Solves all of your problems in one swoop. Well, let us know what you think. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. The unicorn is at exploding unicorn, capital exploding unicorn. He's on Facebook, and it is spelled out exploding with the e. Or get in touch with me, the voice of reason and all that is good and holy, Steve Olivas. Steve with a V. I gotta just keep digging that knife in. And Olivas is O L I V. We got to run right now. I'll give you the last word here, Mr. Unicorn. 
podcast is over forever until you stop <laughs> being on things and get control of yourself or until next week whichever comes first until next week where we conquer and next week we've held i will portend this just a little bit because next week is going to be a doozy what is the proper way to eat an oreo and intact or do you pull it apart until next time steve oliva speaking for the exploding unicorn james breakwell saying thanks for listening and i am talking to both of you Talk to you next week, everybody. Thank you.